You see, Jason was my son. And today is his birthday. I'm a messenger of God. You're doomed if you stay here. What's up, guys? Welcome into a new season of It's Oral Podcast. My name is Wes. It's your boy, Kevin. And we're here tonight to start up this season. Man, last season was so much fun. I can't even I can't even thank you guys so much for just listening and enjoying everything we were doing and just supporting us through all of it. I mean, it was a ride. Like, I remember you know, starting off this whole thing and not really understanding where it was going, and then we just kind of organically came together and just things started rolling and I just yeah. had a fun time. Yeah. I ditto everything you said, man. The support's been great. We're, we're, we're really excited to be back and changing some things up, keeping a lot of things the same. You know, we got the same formula because we like it. We know you guys like it. So, uh, but we also added a little, little something, something, you know, a little, little something to spice it up. So it's going to be a good time. A little good, good. A little, little good, good. That's right. That's right. Um, okay. So this new season, let's just lay it out for everybody right now. Uh, if you're listening to this, you kind of know we are into top five countdowns. That's like our thing. Um, so now we're going to, you know, I guess the last episode we did was uh, top 10 non-franchise slashers. Well, I think it's time to start breaking down the slasher films. We all love all the franchise slashers. And we're going to break those down by each franchise. And this first one, we're going to tackle one movie that just came out recently with a remake that will be none other than Child's Play. And a lot of people, you know, either love it or you hate it. But, I mean, you got to give up to Chuck, man. He's always good for a laugh. He's always good for a kill. Uh, he's short as fuck. You know, Kevin and him <laughs> same. Are, are almost the same height. And, you know? <laughs> Don't fuck with the Chuck. <laughs> That's right. And if I guess if, if you guys have been paying attention, I guess this whole entire last week, Kevin's been putting out a review a day. Uh, for, for all the Child's Play movies. And if you want to go check those out, if you missed them, go back to his page. They're all listed out there. Just boom, 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 boom. Oh, sh- and shameless just, plug. I mean, phenomenal job, dude. You did a, a great job. So Thank proud you, of you, sir. And, all right, so you know what? Let's get into this because I'm really excited to start breaking down these franchise slashers. And I know you guys are especially. So let's just get into this. Uh, First one. And actually, what we're going to do now, you know, before we did a, like an origin for the different subgenres, which I really love. Now I think we're going to switch up gears on that a little bit. People love a good kill in a slasher film. That's just what they watch them for. That's why I watch them for. I mean, fuck, that's just the way that it is. Oh, of course. So, you know, it's, that's, that's the nature of the beast. So now I think we're going to start off with a little kill countage. So why don't you tell us what the kill counts are for all of these films, my friend? All right, so the amount of films in the Child's Play universe is eight. There's eight films in this universe. Added up, there's 75 kills. The average is 9.375 kills per film. So the lowest film, or I should say the lowest kill count in any of the films, is the original. Mm, (laughs) I know. So so the first one has six, six kills, and weirdly enough, two of those is... Charles Lee Ray and 
Chucky. So he he dies twice. That's what is that? Seven less than a cat and one more than a human being. There you go. I mean, I guess we done it many times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, well, I'm gonna die humans bit. humans die once and he dies twice. So that's well, one more I mean, than. You know. I mean, so, yeah. some may die more than that. We never know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. I, well, I die out every day, so. <laughs> I'm trying to move on. I'm trying to move oh, sorry, on. I'm sorry, dude. Sorry. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, you're good. Love you. Um, the second on the list is the Child's Play remake with six as well. It ties with the original. Oh, I mean. Now, I'm going to. So. Yeah, we're going to reserve your thoughts on this film because I know you think it's a masterpiece. Correct? Oh, of course. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. <laughs> All right. So next up in third place is Child's Play Two. This one has eight kills. Um, kind of spices it up a little bit, but it's pr- it's pretty modest for a slasher film, honestly. Um, how do you feel about that number? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad they upped it. I really do. I mean, you know, of course you want as many kills in a, in a you know a slasher film, but I think the fact that they started with a number and kind of build on it, you know, I think that's pretty cool. So, yeah, awesome. All right. Well, next up, number four is Child's Play Three. Ties ties with number two, man. There's eight kills in this one as well. Um, I know, I know, you know what I think about this film, and we're gonna break all this down in a little bit. Um, but yeah, eight kills. What is is that kind of what you were hoping for? Yeah, I mean, you know, I guess like I said, to, you want know, to build up, you know, but like, and without getting into any specifics, I think the fact that they kept it, you know, a high number, not too high, you know, kind of getting into the series, I think that's a good was a good choice. So. Yes, absolutely. All right, so that moves on to number five. We've got one of the newer ones, Cult of Chucky, that came out in 2017. This one has nine kills. Now, now, typically between 10 and 12 is your average for a slasher film, so this is kind of really ramping up, you know, uh, up and up the numbers. Um, Cult of Chucky at 10, what do you think? I think that's excellent. I think 10 is a great round number, and I think they just nailed it with that, with that kill count. So, yeah. It's very nice, very nice. Okay. Yeah. Up next is the film that came out right before it in sixth place is Curse of Chucky with 10 kills. One more. There you go. So, I mean, you know, <laughs> you know like I said, you know, this franchise wasn't known for a whole bunch of kills. So, you know, it's more more for the storyline of it. You know, so I think the fact that it stays around the same number is just it's OK with me. You know, it's you know, I think we all know that, you know, Todd's play in itself is, is one of those franchises. Like I said at the first, you know, you love it or you hate it. And the kill counts kind of show that. So. Yeah, and it's definitely quality over quantity here. Yes, I totally agree. So, All right, so that brings us up to number seven. Mm. Now this one has 14 kills. Mm. That is Bride of Chucky. And, uh, well, it's funny because I'm counting like upwards but like downwards, so technically this is second place. Right, you got it. So, yeah, yeah, second place, man, Bride of Chucky, 14 kills. Really, really a lot more than any other. Uh, in the franchise up to this moment, um, so I know I know you love kills, so you're probably happy about that. Yes, yeah, so I said they upped it big time in this one, so I was like, hell, fucking yeah, hell yeah, brother. And then this leads us to the one in the franchise with the most kills, which is kind of surprising, honestly, is Seed of Chucky, which ties Bride with 14. Now, if you guys are wondering how I'm numbering this, um, if two films have the same kill count, mm-hmm. I'll always do the oldest one first. Okay, fair enough. So. Bride of Chucky and Seed of Chucky have the same amount of kills, but Seed came afterwards, so that is first place. So congrats, Seed of Chucky. Uh, you win, yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say something there, but I'll, let, I'll wait till later to, to say that what I was going to say. So. But yes, congrats. Ooh, interesting. Congrats, Seed. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> um, well, cool. That's I love that. That was a cool little, you know. Like I said, I missed. I was going to miss the origin a lot because you know they can give origins of you know, slashers because they're all the slashers. So, but I thought, what can we do? You know, I think you brought it up. You know, the kill counts is a huge deal. I thought kill counts origin. Let's just change it to kill counts at the first, and boom, we nailed it. So I love it, man. Oh yeah. Thankfully, with this list, it's not very controversial because I know in a lot of films that we have coming up, there's a lot of controversial kills in the series. You know, some people won't count this kill. Some people will count this kill. Um, fuck it. I'm <laughs> like, I'm I'm counting yeah. them myself. Um, I, I don't like looking up lists because I don't mm. trust them. Um, so I'm watching these films every week and I'll, I'll choose it. I'll, I'll choose what I want to. Uh, the amount I want to have. So, Perfect. I like that. <laughs> to sound, uh, yeah, to to sound completely humble, you know. <laughs> I mean, you know, like like you said in the past before, if you want to make a podcast and to give us your kill counts for the movie, hey, go make your own podcast. But this is ours, so fuck off. <laughs> yeah, that what he said. Yeah, what he said. He didn't say. I didn't say it at all. <laughs> all right. Well. That leads us to the next portion, which most people are going to be familiar with. These are kind of our rankings of the films in the franchise. Now, like I mentioned, there's eight films. Um, we each have our own personal lists. He doesn't know mine. I don't know his. Um, it's kind of fun. So we're going to start off with a shit pick, which everyone it has come to learn and love. Mm-hmm. But they're used to that at the end. Well, since we're ranking our least favorite to favorite every week, we're going to start off with some shit picks and... Another spin. Am I going to be the only one with the shit pick? Hmm. I don't know. Let's find out. Hey, kids. It's time for Kevin's shit pick of the week. Okay, so my least favorite Child's Play film is Child's Play 3. Ooh, very controversial, sir. Yes. Now I know this will. This is going to ruffle a lot of britches, right? This is going to put a lot of sand in some crotches. (laughs) Um, It's just this movie's so boring to me, man. Like I don't like that militaristic style setting. It is very kind of colorless, um, especially coming off the hyper colorful uh, Child's Play two, which I thought was beautiful. Um, And and to follow that up with this, it's just I don't know. It just doesn't do it for me, really. Yeah. I mean, I can I can I can understand that. Like I can totally understand it because you're right. The colors aren't there. It's a, a whole different setting than, than part two and part one. Um, so they take it in a whole different direction. And usually when they do that, they go, okay, either it's going to hit or it's going to miss. And for you, obviously it was just a miss completely. So yeah, I get it. Oh yeah. yeah. A big fucking miss. And, and it's, oh man, there's one character in this that really pisses me mm-hmm. off. The he he's played by a guy named Andrew Robinson who was actually in Hellraiser. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, he, he's the hair cutter in this film, <laughs> and he is so fucking creepy. He like almost gets off every time he gives a, a little boy a haircut, and it's just like Jesus Christ. Do you really need that? I mean, he dies, yeah. so that's good. <laughs> but otherwise, it's like, what the fuck is the point? I don't. It was just it weird. Was so gross when you said it like that. I was like, oh god. I- yeah, that guy deserved to fucking die in the worst possible way. So yeah, exactly. And and just kind of on top of all of that, you know, the first two films have little little baby. Uh, what's his fucking name? Andy Barkley, yeah. played by Alex Vincent. And then this one, you have a, a much older one. I th- I think he's maybe sixteen, f- fifteen or yeah, sixteen yeah, in yeah. this film. I'm not yeah, quite mid sure. teenagers. So yeah. Yeah, and honestly, I think that Alex Vincent is a better actor at age six or however old he is than. 
the kid who plays him at 16, which is kind of um, impressive on his part and lacking on the older yeah, guy's no, part. Yeah, no, I agree with you on that. That's something I can just say right up, you know, right off the bat. Yeah, he does a good job. Uh, and, and I think it's not like he does a great job, but I think he relays his age better than the older one, I think. Does that make, does that make sense? Yeah, no, that's very true. It's like very, like, kind of innocent. Yes, yes, very innocent. And, like, you kind of really – you really kind of gravitate toward that because, you know, you want to feel sorry for the kid. You know, so he, he plays the innocence off very well in the fact that you're going, damn, you know, I feel for this kid. His, you know, his, his toy is turning on him, trying to kill him. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not a terrible film. You know, I'm not going to say that it's it's bad, but it's just – to me, it's, it, it's boring. And I literally am probably going to mention this every fucking week but a boring film is worse than a bad film to me I agree. so unfortunately this one is is boring so it's just i'm just not a yep. fan that's that's kind of all i gotta really say about it though you there know you go. i mean there it is so well as kevin alluded to before we started the uh the ship pick is it gonna be the only one with a ship pick well i think we've decided to change it up just a little bit and we're both kind of ship picks so i think that's something yeah, I guess it's kind of a cool idea. I think you know, I, I didn't want to steal this from him, but I thought, you know, especially when we're kind of ranking the same films, I think it's a good idea for us to both have one. So music may change up a little bit at the first, you know, a little, little intro may be a little different, but I think we're both going to do a, a shit pick, and I'm excited about it. So. I'm just really glad I'm not going to be the only one getting shit for, like, hating on films that people love. <laughs> you did get a lot of you shit, know, man. I'm glad to share the hate. God, it's yeah. Okay, so put our flame suits on. Here we go. I make a lot of a lot of hate for this one. You may come out on top on this one. So my shit pick, my very last pick, is of course, if you know me already, you know what it is. It is the fucking remake from just like a few months ago. Um, <laughs> I just cannot stand this film at all. It's just being and I am I'm not a huge fan of the Child's Play franchise. Let me get that out of the way first. But, like, you know, it is one of those good, you know, nostalgic movies that I do like watching, and it is a very entertaining film to watch as you go through the series. This remake takes all that fun and shits on it. I'm talking, it just says, you know what? We're going to eat it. We're going to take some Pepto-Bismol. We're going to try to get it down, and then we're just going to take some laxatives and fucking shit this all over the fucking wall. And it, <laughs> and it does it in a grand fashion. Um, they said the kill count is exactly the same as the first one. So it's like, okay, you're trying to mirror the first one. Okay, I get that. But let's just start off with the very first like part of the movie. And if you haven't seen it yet, just don't. I'm going to run it for you. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> the guy that like fucks up Chuck um, at the first, like uh, he, he gets mad or the, the, uh, the foreman gets mad at this guy that they're building these dolls at. And first of all, he's supposedly a homeless guy. They got off the street to program these dolls. I mean, he's not a homeless guy to program a doll, you know, in a fucking – doll factory i don't get that yeah i know it's just anyway um second of all so he gets mad because the guy fires him he's gonna go in and take off the safeguards to make the dolls you know safe. their safeguards put in place to keep the doll safe okay why are you gonna make the doll bad and then put safeguards in that just blows my mind all over the back wall i mean i just don't get it um you know i just oh fuck anyway that besides all that okay there's a couple of kills that are pretty cool the storyline is not even close to the original. You know, there's no voodoo. There's no, you know, whatever. It's just a doll that's gone bad. So maybe New Generation likes it. I mean, whatever. You guys can think what you want. Um, but I just really fucking hate this movie. So Yeah. And honestly, um, let's just get my thoughts on it real quick. Yeah. It was a cash grab. Oh, totally. 
mm-hmm. a lot of the life that was that the entire series had the entire series had all of the same writers and a lot of the same people attached. You know, Brad Dorff is the voice of Chucky. Don Mancini is a writer and director of the entire series up until this 2019 remake. And, and it just kind of it, it falls flat because it doesn't have that same charm. It didn't. The people who made this film didn't grow into it, you know, like this. And, and they're still making the Chucky movies. So they just kind of took the name, took everything about the series and just tried to make it their own theatrically and it and it just it did fall flat it it did fall flat for sure for me and you said it perfectly i mean it just it fell fucking flat on its face because they thought oh we're gonna bring it into the new century and we're gonna you know make it all you know uh you know, digital and all this stuff and i'm like no 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 the what made this you know this series work was how they start this you know the whole thing off and it just it just didn't hit. And like I said, there are people that are going to love it. Now, I've heard a lot of people say they love it. I just don't. I can't agree with you. I'm sorry. I mean, come at me, bro. I mean, you know, <laughs> it, is what it, is. it is definitely one of those films that I think warrants a rewatch, though, because when you first watch a film or more specifically a remake, reboot, sequel, whatever, you kind of have a certain level of kind of you you are wanting it to be a certain way. True. You know, so and, and you're shocked when it's not like that. But if you kind of go in as a refresher and maybe give it a double watch and then just lower your expectations a little bit, I, I feel like I would much like this film after a rewatch. But, I mean, I don't know. I haven't rewatched it yet, so I'm still not a fan. But, uh, yeah, well, I guess I guess we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I think I agree with you on that. I mean, I might like it a little more to rewatch. You know, like I said, I hate it, but... Who knows? I mean, I, there's movies I've hated in the past that I've rewatched again. Now, Demon Wind is not one of them, but there are a few that I have definitely rewatched. And like, you know what? Like Black Christmas is one of them. You know, I hated that movie and I rewatched it again a couple of times and I love it now. So who knows? I may change my mind. I was always so pissed off at you about that. I thought that was so blasphemous. Yeah, well, it really was. I, I, I fully take responsibility for that. My hands are in the air right now. You know, don't shoot. You know, I, 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 I wave my white flag. I, I'm the back. I'm here. Good. Black Christmas, two thumbs up. So, yeah. All right. Well, that, that wraps up our shit picks for this week. I'm, I'm really excited to kind of get that whole thing, you know, in, in the books because I was very, I was very envious of your shit picks. I really wanted to do a shit pick. So now I'm actually glad I can actually pull it up with you, man. So, you know, thanks for in, inviting me into your shit pick. Yes. Welcome to the shit pick club. Yes. Our fingers are both stink. Um, all right. Let's, <laughs> let's get into our top seven countdown. What do you have? At number seven, sir. I am Chucky, the killer dog, and I dig it. <laughs> seven. Don't fuck with the Chuck. <laughs> so, big shocker, Child's Play remake. Oh, shit. <laughs> Holy fuck. Yes. No. Yeah, I'm not a fan of this one either. Um, I obviously don't completely detest it like you do, but I'm still not a fan at all. Um... There was several times I actually laughed out loud at how kind of bad it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, some moments. There was some extremely cringy moments, especially how you mentioned there's no voodoo aspect that the original has. A serial killer dies and transfers his soul into a doll. That's what the entire Child's Play series is about. And him trying to convert his soul back into a human. Yeah. That's that's literally the pursuit, pursuit of Chucky, the, entire, the t- entirety of the films. Mm-hmm. Well, this one's just like, Oh, someone programmed Chucky to be evil. Yeah, like it, like that's so fucking lifeless. Yeah, it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. Can't, I can't argue with that. And so, 
and but then again it kind of goes to the whole technology gone wrong thing which i feel like it is it could be a creepy thing for sure you know you everyone's always worried about robots like oh this this robot's gonna fucking kill me or tickle me or something you know <laughs> it goes and, the tickling yeah. stuff oh my god your tickling thing is weird yeah new listeners uh i have a horrible fear of being tickled so just to fill you in there but yeah, te- the whole technology thing it's like it can be well done but don't do it with chucky like just name it name this film something else and then just have that doll be a different name and i probably would have liked it I honestly agree. but it's just the 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 fact that it just kind of felt like it shit on the series and didn't credit anybody involved whatsoever was just kind of a letdown. No, I, I guess. You, you said it perfectly. And you brought up a good point, you know, the whole technology going wrong thing. There's a movie that actually did this perfectly. And it gets, you know, I, it's funny because, you know, you, the name sounds familiar, but not a lot of people have seen it. I've recently uh, discovered this film and love the fuck out of it. It is called Chopping Mall. Yes. You know, and I know you've seen it. I love this film because it's robots. They're supposed to be protecting a mall. They go awry. And it's just, and of course, it's cheesy as fuck. But at the same point, it's brilliant. It's just the way they do it and the way that they, it's so old, but it holds up so well, I think. And they really could have done the same thing with this and made it more updated and a lot better. Like you said, name it something different, you know, go about it a different way. And we would have loved it, but they just didn't do it. So but I think definitely... Chopping Mall is definitely one of those that really did this right. So if you want to watch one like this, you know, that has like their technology gone wrong, Chopping Mall, go watch it now. Exactly. Well, and honestly, the Child's Play remake made $75 million on a, around a $10 million budget. So it was a success. I, I hope they're all happy. Yeah. Um, I, I, I just – I don't want to make it seem like I hate the film because I didn't. It, it, I, I wasn't bored at all watching it. That's really saying something. But it's just – in terms of taking this franchise into that road, I just wasn't a fan. There you go. He said he's not a mouthful there, buddy. Okay. Um, <laughs> at my number seven, and this is more of like, I don't really think it's a horrible movie. I just was literally like face palming the entire, the entire time going, what in the fuck is, okay. I was like, yeah, whatever it is, what it is. Um, it is none other than Seed of Chucky. Of course, one of the ones with the highest kill count. So I'm not mad about that. It's just, the whole thing is so convoluted. Like it just, the flow of the movie doesn't go well with me. It just seems hokey. Not cheesy. I love cheesy, but it was just like it was hokey and just real thrown together and just I had Red Man. I mean, why I, Red Man is a great guy. Yeah, he's a Red great man. rapper and stuff, but I just I don't know, man. You could have chosen someone a lot better than that to be in this film. I'm not saying he did a bad job. I just it was just such a it just didn't fit. Well, we mentioned this before. I said that my big toe has better acting skills than him. True. I you know I agree with you. Like you said, he's not a bad actor, but he just didn't fit this movie. Like he, I don't know, it just didn't fit right. Um, and then the whole kid thing, and just I don't know, man. It just didn't fit with me at all. Um, the fact, and I'm, I know, some people may be like, well, you know, what do you think about the fact of the you know going back and forth between the you know, being a girl and a boy? Um, you know, in today's day and age, you know, it's not. This is not the same. This this movie would not fly in today's age. Um, no, not at all. Yeah, just 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 for the main subject matter. Um, I don't think they really shit on the subject, but they didn't give the subject any credit, and that's why I don't think it would fly today. Um, but like, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, you can't go back and change it, so we can't go back and fix anything with it. But but like I said, it doesn't. It's not like it, it's making fun of it. It just doesn't really tell the entire story correctly i think which can also be a a real big drawback to this film for you know more people um 
But honestly, that, they, don't, they don't make that a huge deal in the film, but it is something you cannot overlook when watching this movie. So, um, I don't know. Just the, the, the hokiness just really killed it for me. So, uh, what, do you, what were your thoughts on this movie? Um, I mean, this one came out in 2004. It's, so, it's 15 years now. And it's very interesting that, you know, we both mentioned that a lot of the subject matter in this film wouldn't fly now. And it's just, it's crazy that just, you know, like 15 years ago, you know, like films could kind of push that boundary of, you know, this doll that doesn't know if it's wants to be male or female and, and, you know, Chucky pushing it, wanting it to be male and then Tiffany wanting it to be female and stuff like that. So it was a very interesting and I think different take in horror in 2004. Um, now, I'm not going to say it's the first one to do that in horror, but it's kind of probably one of the bigger ones because I do believe this film was released theatrically. Yes, it was. Yeah, so, I mean, that's yeah. a thing. But I mean, Seed of Chucky, what's there not to say? You know, like John Waters, fucking Jennifer Tilly, uh, uh, fucking dolls getting pregnant. You know, it's, it's <laughs> I mean, great. Yeah, dolls having sex. I mean, the whole deal, it was just crazy as fuck. But, you know, and I, I love the way they show just the shadows. They don't always show the actual act. They show the shadows going through it. So. Well, my favorite thing is like where Tiffany's like something about how you need a rubber, and he's like, "A rubber? I am rubber." <laughs> she's like, "Oh, like, she's like, oh yeah, okay." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I hate to say it. Well, okay, no, I, I don't hate to say it. This movie's fun to me. It's it it is extremely hokey. It is extremely cringy. Like I said, a lot of the earlier Child's Play films have good acting, like really well acting. Um, here's looking at you, the first two. <laughs> Um, but this one, man, it, this is full comedy horror, at, like to the gills. Uh, th- it wasn't the first one to do that, obviously, with Bride coming out right beforehand. But see, man, it just, oh man, it really amps it up. And to be honest, I think it's the best he's ever looked, though. Yeah, I can't agree with that. I can't. Yeah, you're right. I can't argue with that. So, like you know, because you got all the, uh, he has all the scars on his face and whatnot. I just think it looks so just kind of gnarly like it even looks a little bit better than bride of chucky because he does have his scars in that film too but this one i just i don't know man it's just fucking batshit like this is definitely one i can throw on and and get absolutely shit faced yeah, too i mean i can throw this so. one in the background and just totally ignore it be fine so <laughs> yeah that too but it's actually interesting worth noting that um the name glenn slash glenda which is the name of chucky or tiffany's mm-hmm. daughter mm-hmm. or son um that name came from an old Ed Wood film. I believe it came out in 53, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see. Da, 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 da. Yep. Yeah. 1953. The film was called Glenn mm-hmm. or Glenda. And so it was kind of a throwback to that era. Um, so, yeah, man. Pretty interesting. Uh, that's kind of all I got to say. Yeah. I mean, that's, like I said, it's, uh, I just, you know, like I said, it's not a bad film. It just, it was, the hokiness was too much for me. You know, I always talk about, you know, I talk about the cheese factor being too much. You know, the, you know, what, what do you call the cheese? It's real bad. What do you call that? The the, the queso fresco. Oh, the queso fresco. Yeah, yeah super fucking crumbly. Yeah, dude. I just, you know, I don't know. Anyway, uh, let's let's move along. Let's move along to uh, your number six film in this franchise. I am Chucky, the killer dog, and I dig it. <laughs> six. Don't fuck with the Chuck. <laughs> So we've got Cult of Chuck. All right. There we go. Now, this was the newest one, obviously, until the Child's Play remake. This is the newest kind of Don Mancini at the helm, Brad Dourif speaking as Chucky film. Um, I mean, this one was just kind of boring. Mm. It was – I, I could have sworn this film was two hours long. Mm. 
um, I watched it and I was like, wow, that was kind of a longer film. And I looked it up and it was, nope, just an hour and a half. <laughs> a, a normal fucking movie. Fuck. <laughs> it, yeah, yeah, it's based in a mental institution. And, you know, you have Fiona Dorf back from Curse of Chucky. Um, just kind of follows that whole storyline. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's fun and decent enough. And I, I kind of really like the idea of Chucky being able to possess more than one doll and like have like a little you know, mini army with, di- <laughs> I just think it's so fucking hilarious how they each have different haircuts. Like, <laughs> like, it's just so, so, you know, they're different, but in all honesty, they wouldn't. Well, actually, no, I'm wrong. They would, because they all had different names. There there was, oh fuck, how many Chuckies were there? Oh, there's 50 different names for Chucky dolls with 2% of them having the long hair and being named Chucky, which they actually mentioned that in this film. Yes, you're right. You're right. Uh, yeah, that's interesting because, like you said, it's it's always been about possessing other people, and that's when they kind of take it and go, you know what, fuck that, we'll just do other dolls. So that's, that's yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I said, it, it is it is a brilliant concept, and you know they they did pull it off. <laughs> I, I kind of reserve my thoughts on how well they pulled it off, but yeah, they did pull it off, and you know made it different. So they did, you know, and you know people, I guess, are worried about. Or are they going to take it after, you know, Curse, or I'm sorry, Bride and Seed of Chucky? And I think that they definitely took it in a whole different direction, which bravo to them, so. Yeah, and I mean, you got to give this film credit where it's due. You know, there is a scene where grown-up Andy tokes with Chucky. Yes. They're literally fucking smoking weed together. And there's a wheelchair sex scene, so. I mean, hell yeah. That's great. Yep, I mean, I was going to say something about that, but, you know, <laughs> yeah. Never mind, we'll move we'll along. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, th- yeah, this one is just really middle of the pack for me. It, it, I like the seriousness because um, I, I do love horror comedy Chucky. Don't get me wrong. But just kind of serious Chucky, I, it just feels right yeah. to me. Yeah. Um, and obviously I'm not a fan of the whole – there's a lot of CGI in this film. Uh, of course, some of the greatest kills in the entire series are in this film, but they are CGI uh, – aided like there's one where a dude gets his like jaw like smashed in and it looks pretty gnarly but then it's just like oh that looks so mm-hmm. fake see they have good ideas and then cgi comes in and goes hey let me fuck that up for you and then it does <laughs> so yeah, yeah. That, that is yeah. kind of a bummer but you know kind of is what it is so all right well let's let's move yeah. on to my number six pick and my number six pick was your number seven pick which is child's play three um oh, i'm sorry you almost sorry it was your shit pick excuse me it was your shit pick there we go I'm sorry, yeah. I had that wrong. It was yeah, it was your worst movie. I agree with what you said that it you know did mute the colors and uh, change the scenery and everything. This one wasn't as bad. I mean, like you know, it, it you said it was boring. I did think it was kind of boring. Some of the, I just feel like some of the kills that they had in it were kind of cool. I did like the fact that it changed the setting a little bit. You know, just from the first two, and but like at the same point, it's number six on my list, so you know, it's not really that great. So. Uh, I don't really have much to say. Like, I think what you said about it was definitely my thoughts. Uh, I just didn't dislike it as much as you did. So I don't like, really think it needed a shit pick lately. Yeah. But, um, you know, <laughs> like I said, that creepy guy, the, the haircutting dude, was just, yeah, you just got to shake your head and be like, what the fuck, man? That's just, that's messed up, you know? <laughs> so <laughs> fucked. Is, man. Um, and like I said, that you know, the actor that, that played Andy, he, you know, <laughs> I just mm-hmm. I yep, wanted to exactly. like him, but I just it just didn't work for me. Um, but anything is better than that remake. So fuck that remake in the ass of the wooden splinter dildo. So um, 
Oh, Lord, yeah, I just want to talk about it, about it a little more. Anyway, <laughs> we'll just move on because I know you said all you wanted to say about it. And that's all I really want to say about it. I think we've talked about it enough. So, uh, Well, to give it a little bit of credit, I do like the, the end scene, like the whole yes. amusement park and, and Chucky chasing him through there. And then, of course, uh, spoiler alert, uh, getting ripped up by the fan. And, of course, that's why he has the scars from then on forward is because of, he gets literally fucking chopped into a million pieces. So I thought that that was probably one of the better Chucky deaths and probably one of the better. Yeah, endings. I, I agree with you. I love the, uh, horror, the haunted house setting was pretty cool. Seriously. I do agree with you on that. So excellent. All right. Let's move on to, uh, the number five film, in this franchise for you, my friend. I am Chucky, the killer dog. And I dig it. <laughs> five. Don't fuck with the Chuck. <laughs> The ever so infamous seat of Chucky. Oh shit! All right, well, let's see what you have to say about this. Let's, I know you've talked about it already, but <laughs> yeah, I I know I'm in the minority here, man. I don't blame anybody that says that they can't stand this film. It's it's honestly probably one of the most hated films I think in the horror community. From what I've seen, everyone kind of takes it as a joke, says they can't last five minutes into it, this and that, this and that. But it's just like fucking relax. <laughs> You know, <laughs> like, don't take it too seriously. If you take this film seriously, you're going to have a bad time. That's just how it is. Um, but, yeah, no, this this film's cringy. I'll own up to it. You know, it's it's not great not acting. I could pretty much reiterate everything I mentioned when it was in your list. But, but this was just kind of nostalgic to me. I, I watched it when I was a kid, and it, I watched it again recently, and I, I had a fun time watching it. It has 14 fucking kills in it, for fuck's yeah. sake, which is – what almost a, a little less than uh three times the original films or the remakes kill count so that's kind of speaking in and of itself but yeah the subject matter it's just kind of lighthearted and and uh it's just kind of a okay way to spend an hour and a half yeah, I, guess. I mean like i said you know it's not the worst film ever i mean i you know i put it pretty low on my list but at the same point like you said it's not a it was it was kind of enjoyable for me but you know i guess like I said, the hokiness kind of took me out of it, uh, even out of the comedy aspect of it. So, I mean, the one oh, yeah. thing that – oh, go, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say the, the one of the funniest parts of this film is the fact that uh, Tiffany is trying – or actually it's, it's uh, not Tiffany. It's um, uh, Jennifer Tilly is trying to find you know a role in a movie. And she keeps getting screwed over by Julia Roberts, and I think that's just fucking hilarious. So. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. But, yeah, you mentioned the, the comedy in this film and, and the hokiness. Dude, a lot of the comedy falls so flat. Like, you can just tell that they're trying so hard to be funny. And it just, it, a lot of this film is so cringy. It really is. And it's interesting because fucking Pippin from Lord of the Rings voices uh, Glenn slash Glenda. And yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of star power in this film. Like you mentioned, Jennifer Tilly, Redman, uh, John Waters, probably some more, I'm forgetting. Alexis Arquette at the beginning. Well, it's, yeah, yeah, oh man, that's one of the greatest scenes ever, too. Oh, like, I mean, so good. Star Power, Star Power, really, with Redman, you see, you kind of blunt him in with everybody else. I mean, <laughs> see, is that needed? No, well, I, I'll, I'll lump him in for that. I mean, he's probably one of the more well known people in this film. I'll say that. I think we know that uh, we. I think we all know that Kevin wants to be in a rap music video because he is <laughs> he is sucking Redman's dick like big time right now. So, Redman. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Redman, my uh, PO box is this. Uh, you can hit me up at my email too. 
Yeah, I mean, or his Instagram is uh, slashing captain. So hit those, <laughs> slide in those DMs, brother. <laughs> Thanks for the plug again, man. Hell yeah, hey. two and thirty-five minutes. Everyone, go follow Old Man Ghostface on Instagram. Who's that guy? Uh, that'd be you, my good guy. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I, I was making sure you knew who I was. So he's like, you're so you know, awesome. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's funny. I, I called you a good guy, and we didn't even mention the whole good guy doll thing. That's Ooh, interesting. We didn't. I mean. It doesn't play a huge role in this series, but then again, the no, it really series, doesn't. You know, so I guess it's kind of why yeah. you kind of forget about it. But no, I mean, like it is. I guess it's you know a good thing to you know tell everyone. But it's it's very apparent as you watch the films that he is a good guy at all. So you know, don't really hide it or you know try to you know play for something else. So but. see, so yeah, man, that's that's seed and Chucky for you. Uh, is there anything else you want to mention? No, I think we've talked about the movie enough. Um, you know, like I said, Red Man. Hit up Kevin because he really wants to uh, get all up on that. So, uh, oh yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> well, my number five film is one we talked about already. Uh, that would be Cult of Chucky. Um, I, I like I said, you know, we both have that around the same, you know, like one pick, you know, was different. So it's not much of a difference of opinion on my, on my you know, on my view. So it's like I did enjoy it a little more. Um, he said the kills were pretty funny and kind of cool and it was a little more serious, but I actually found a lot, a lot of things funny in this film. So I like the ending is fantastic. The way they kind of bring it all back together. But, um, but yeah, the whole fact of just, you know, different dolls and take that different aspect of, you know, not really going for, you know, going to human body, you know, they're going more for just, let me just fucking spread my ass around and have more fun. You know, it was kind of a fun aspect. So, um, spreading your ass around to have some fun, huh? I mean, I do it all the time for you, buddy. So, Ooh, spicy. Yeah, yeah, nice, nice. Um, but yeah, like I said, this, this movie is not um, something that I would really want to watch over and over again. But, you know, if I'm getting fucked up, I want to find something fun. I mean, I'll throw this movie on because, like I said, it is kind of fun to watch all the bullshit that happens in it. So um, the, setting's, the setting is very creepy to me. Just the whole like, asylum thing and, you know, just where they kind of play all that off and uh, just it's, it's a very creepy vibe to me, which I kind of dig. So. Uh, but it doesn't hit all. It, it doesn't check out my boxes for a Chucky film, so that's probably why it's so low on my list. But you know, it is what it is, brother. Oh, I forgot to fucking mention too. The dude that has sex with Fiona Dor in this film, mm-hmm. um, he plays the cop in Curse of Chucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's all connected. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. You're exactly right. But is that mentioned that he was a cop in Cult? Because I think they just like recycled and made him a whole new character. Yeah, they will, and just pretended like he was a different guy. Yeah, I don't think they even explained it. Which I think they kind of make you kind of connect the dots yourself, kind of thing. You go, oh shit, you know, like it's one of those oh shit moments. I think so. Yeah, that could be. Yeah, I mean, who really knows? Honestly, they they could recycle and try to make it to where you're going. I, mean, I think it is separate, but at the same point, they're going, hey, you've seen this guy before, so what the fuck, you know. But yeah, very true. Yeah, so. But, I mean, also, this film, speaking of star power, dude, in terms of franchise, this specific franchise, dude, this has everybody in it. This has, uh, obviously, Brad Dorf back as the voice mm-hmm. of Chucky. Christine Elise, who played Kyle in part two, she's at the end of this film. Um, Alex Vincent is Andy Barkley's back. It, it was just kind of really cool, man. The whole franchise just, you know, cross the universe and meet up on Earth. Yeah, here. that's you said it right, dude. You got to nail, nailed it right there. So, fuck. <laughs> I mean, it's like, yeah, 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 there you go. <laughs> well, cool. All right. Let's move on to our number four picks. So uh, what do you got at number four for a child's play? I am Chucky, the killer dog, and I dig it. <laughs> four. Dog 
fuck with the Chuck. <laughs> Curse of Chucky. Nice, dude. Very nice. Yes. Now, this one I liked a lot because obviously this is the we're back into serious land here. Um Chucky obviously ventured into horror comedy land with Bride of Chucky and Seed of Chucky and then this is kind of the first film after that. Um and it yeah, it's it's back and it's pretty goddamn serious too. And and Chucky actually doesn't talk in this film until 44 minutes in, so it's like it's if you're Watching this just for Chucky, you're kind of going to have a bad time. This one's very kind of character-centric. You know, there's you care about the characters. Um, Fiona Dorff, I can't remember the name of her character in this, but she's the girl in the wheelchair, and, and dude, she's just stunning, man. I think she's so beautiful, and it's funny because I re- in my review, I mentioned how weird it is that someone that beautiful can come out of the loins of Brad Dorff. It's <laughs> funny because he's a lovely like, fucker, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not to hate on the dude, but you know. I, I calls it like I sees it. Yeah, I mean, you can't really say that he's beautiful if he's just not. So, I mean, not totally. You know, he's, he's no Kevin. Let's put it that way. So, Oh, shucks. Oh, dude. Goodness. I mean, he's as hot as you know, socks on a rooster. So, yeah. Um, hot as sin. I, yeah, oh, yeah. The sin is dripping off of you. I mean, okay, never mind. Let's focus back on the thing. Here. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, just real quick. Let me uh, just finish this off yeah. and say, like, this movie has that kind of gothic horror feel. Like, almost like a like a haunted house type thing. Um the kills, some of the kills are great, some aren't. But if you're just kind of looking for a Chucky movie, I obviously since this is this is four, it's I in my opinion I think it's solid. So if you're kind, if you kind of want to watch a, a good Chucky movie, I'd say throw this one in. Yeah, I totally agree with you, and it's funny because guess what? One of our four films was Oh Curse of Chucky. So yeah, I think you and I both line up exactly perfectly on this. Um, it has a really good kill count. Like I said, it has ten kills in it, so it's. It's amping it up, you know, from the earlier films. So, and this, I just, like you said, he doesn't talk for the first, what, 43 minutes of the film. I think it's just brilliant that they pull that off. Like, the whole time, like, you, you just want him to talk. You're like, well, come on, you just come to life. Fuck, kill somebody. And he's being bad without really being as, you know, on screen and as Chucky as he is before, you know. So it's just brilliant the way they play that. And I love that. Um, it kind of I harkens back to the first one almost for me. So it's. You know, there's some changes, of course, and some differences, and, and uh, but the similarities also are just also glaring in your face the entire time because you're going, "Damn, this seems so familiar," you know. And mm-hmm. I just, I really like this film a lot. I know it's number four on my list uh, as I say that, but it, the the house is creepy. The just the scenes of like, especially the one, the scene where uh, the, the you know the, the I guess it's the maid and the mom, or you know, you find out they're having an affair and they're. Um, on the video chat through the laptop, you know, and like she can see the doll running around in the background. And I don't know, just the whole thing is just creepy as fuck to me because like, it's always someone seeing something you don't always freaks me out. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Cause you had that whole ghost thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So what are you talking about that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you know, it's the whole thing of just not knowing what's behind you when someone else does that just freaks me the fuck out. But, um, but yeah, and just the way they play this film, it's just it's so and they kind of tell they kind of tell the origin story type thing in this film of kind of you know uh, you know Charles Lee Ray and how he was kind of connected to her family and uh, how it all came about and just it's very and it, okay. Then we'll say the re- I guess the reason why it's so low on my list is the fact that they do kind of play that out a little too much. Uh, they tell a little too much. They take that on just a little too far, and I think if they cut it down and kind of made it more simple, just for the fact that he was like. 
with the family, but they kind of take it. I won't ruin that for anybody. I haven't seen it before because and Curse of Chucky is one of those not people, a lot of people have seen, um, but it does take it a little farther than you really need for it to. But at the same point, it is a very interesting story. So, um, but yeah, this movie is probably you know one of the better films in the series. But at the same point, I think they could have cut a few things out and made it even better. So. I, I agree. There's kind of a lot of down moments. Like we said, it's very character-driven, so you're, there's not a lot of that action. Um, Brad Dourif filmed all of his um, voice scenes for Chucky in a single day, so that kind of goes to show that there, he wasn't working with a lot of material. So Chucky is, is a very kind of secondary character in this, um, but it, it kind of works for me. Um, and it's actually funny you mentioned the whole Charles Lee Ray um, aspect in, in this film, who is obviously the guy who possesses the Chucky doll. I think, dude, could you imagine a prequel like focusing on him and his murders? And and you could see like little Chucky kind of Easter eggs around, like you could see Ch- Chucky dolls in the background and shit. I always thought that would make a really good movie. I totally agree, man. And I've, I've actually thought the same thing. I think they make like a prequel because Charles Lee Ray was a fucked up individual, so of course you see it come out in the doll. So. I mean, I don't know why they no one's. They should have done that rather than the remake. Honestly, I think they missed the boat on that. So yeah, I don't know because I I think that the remake definitely has fucked up any more chances of anything happening with this franchise. In my opinion, I may be wrong totally, but I think they really should have jumped on the whole Charles Lee Ray film and taken that to its you know to its extent. But at the same point, I think this movie kind of ruins that in an aspect. I'm not sure if that's totally true or not, but. Um, I think they just tell too much. They could have pulled back on that earlier part and really utilized that in this, you know, in like a Charles Lee Ray film. But um, I don't know. Yeah, we'll have to see where that goes. We have all the time in the world. We know how these fucking franchises go. They're going to milk it for all it's worth. We're going to get a prequel eventually. It's going to happen. I hope so. But like you said, uh, this remake may have killed it. But I don't know. Like like you said, you never know what's going to happen next. So, all right, we are. Well, interestingly enough, before we move on, real quick, let's talk about how Chucky looks in this film. Oh yeah, let's uh, let's do because it is kind of a, a hidden thing that happens with him. So yes, um, just with like the way it's funny. I was thinking this when I was watching the film. It's like the, this film came out nine years after Seed of Chucky, which was the biggest gap in franchise history. And uh, you know, it's like oh, you know, Chucky's back, and just like John, Donatella uh, Versace, his face neither looks normal or moves right. <laughs> so you know, oh, it. it, it he does look a little funny in this, man. His face is kind of stiff, and he makes a lot of funny faces, but it just kind of fits. And then, like you mentioned, there's a, you know, if you keep watching, it, it, it is a continuation of the entire series. So, obviously, he has some things he's hiding on his face that come to light. But, yeah, man, uh, what do you think of his appearance? Uh, I agree with you totally. I think, like I said, the fact that he looks real just... It's almost like he's constipated, like he's always holding a, a fart in or something the whole time. You're like, damn, that dog, yeah. that dog needs a fucking shit. <laughs> but, yeah, been there, done yeah. that. <laughs> but but it's, like, it's like, you know, but when, you know, when things come to light, you go, ah, it all makes sense now. Like it, it's one of those things, it's the big release, you know. <laughs> the sweet release. The sweet release because you figure it all out. And uh, But no, I, I, I echo what you say, man, totally so. Oh man, that's yeah. good stuff. All right, man, we're down to top three now, right? Top three, baby. Let's uh, let's get right into it because I'm anxious to see. You know, I think I think we only have three films left on both of our lists. I think we know that we have the same top three, but what order is it in? Let's find out now, man. What do you have for number three? I am Chucky, the killer dog, and I dig it. <laughs> three. Don't fuck with the Chuck. <laughs> 
Number three, I've got the OG, the original Child's Play from 1988. Really? Yeah. Uh huh. Surprise. Wow. <laughs> that is that is that surprises the hell out of me, actually. So, all right. Well, do tell, sir. This one, it just doesn't really have that kind of fun feel, I guess. Um, it kind of feels like you're like a slightly grimy New York kind of. I don't want to say grindhouse feel, but like it's very New Yorkish. Um. It, it's, it's, this movie's great. It's obviously in my top three, so you know I like it. Yeah. Uh, it's funny, I'm just trying to focus on negatives. But it just kind of plays out a little slower than the rest of them. Because like I said, four people die in this film. So I'm kind of hard-pressed to call it a slasher. Because, yeah, the kill count's six, but obviously Chucky dies twice. Um, So I'm only counting four. And, like, all of them kind of happen by accident. Like, one lady falls out of a the high-up uh, apartment high-rise... Uh, someone gets killed in a house when it blows up. Like you don't see these people die, man. And and so that just kind of, it, I don't want to say that takes me out of it because I don't need a high kill count for me to get into a film. But it's just in terms of the wackiness of the rest of this franchise, this one is very subdued. Obviously, it's the first one, so you know Chucky's finding his legs. <laughs> no, no, um, but it. it's a fucking classic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, hey, that yeah, I didn't even mean that. That works out well. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's talk about the negative. Let's talk about what I like about the film now, man. The, it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, Chucky's very serious, very very serious. Um, the the scenes where he just kind of runs and screams is probably one of my favorite things like, ever. You know, okay, do you say that? I can totally uh, like, picture you doing that too. Like like as a kid, especially, you know. So, yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> And, you know, you got Brad Dourif's voice, man. He just oh, – literally nobody else can do it like Brad Dourif. This is looking at you, yeah, Mark Hamill. fuck you. <laughs> uh, it's just classic, man. It's so good. It, it just – yeah, the screaming scenes. He does it, I think, in each of the first three seasons. Like anybody that goes back and revisits those, keep that in mind. Like look out for the scenes where he's just fucking running and screaming like his little arms and legs and he has like this super manly screaming voice. It's great. No, it is fucking fantastic. You're exactly right. Like the, the, the running and screaming, like just the way he acts when he's trying to kill something, is it's fantastic. So yeah, I fully agree with that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, the, obviously, uh, everything about this movie is great. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's actually pretty interesting because the working title of the film was originally batteries not included but was changed because a film was released a year beforehand called <laughs> batteries not included released by steven spielberg yes which is a fantastic film uh that came out in 87 yeah yeah uh, i think we mentioned that before yeah that i haven't seen it but that came out in 87 and child's play came out a year after so once that was released they're like oh let's change the name yeah uh, i mean you need to see that film too it's really it's i mean it's you know it's not like it's uh, it's not a horror film or a thriller in any stretch of the imagination but it is a very good film so you should definitely check it out so. yeah I'll, I'll get around to it sometime of course my backlog of fucking films i have to watch yeah, it's, yeah very true but yeah it's one you should watch with your kids man so when you have kids watch this with them so you know, lay, lay off yeah. uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and the, you know, fucking 1934 films for a minute and put this in, so. 1934 <laughs> films? <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, oh, that's my exactly. Uh, <laughs> um, anything else you want to add before we move along, sir? Yes. I wanted to mention the whole appearance of Chucky, right? So, redheaded stepchild looking doll. Um, they got the appearance of this doll off of a doll called Corky, which came out in 1986. So anybody listening to this, look up Chucky doll or Jesus Christ. I'm lose. I'm losing Ooh, it. Wes. Shit. 
Corky Doll. Corky Doll from 1986, man. And I'm not saying it looks exactly the same, but you look at this thing and you're like, oh, okay, yep, there's Chucky. You know, it's it's got like a little curly afro and that red and white striped thing in the overalls, man. It's it's a, it's unsightly. Yeah, I, yeah, I think that's yeah. Emo would agree with that. I think once I see this, so yeah, <laughs> I definitely think that's pretty good. But so yeah, so I think that wraps up your number three pick. Um, let's move on to what I have for number three. And and I was like I said, I was kind of surprised that you had number one at number three. So, uh, but interesting, you know, we all have our own opinions, and we all, we all can be wrong. You know, not the fact that I, <laughs> I thought I'd throw a cog yeah, in oh, the you wheel. Really you did know? you really did throw something in something? So yeah. I'll just leave it at that. Um, my, my number three pick is none other than Bride of Chucky. Um, like I said, it's this is one of those films where you know after number three came out, uh, like I said, it was it wasn't the greatest film. You know, it was real drab. It was you know different location, acting wasn't good. You know, some of the kills are okay. It was just a you know it was just a it was just a third. You know, it was a trilogy at the moment, and it just ended off very well. And then all of a sudden, here comes Bride of Chucky, which just revamped the entire series with a great cast. Um, the kills are fantastic. The story—I thought the story in this film was really, really, really good. Um, it just—I don't know. I just—I just and Jennifer Tilly was fantastic in it. And I don't know, man. This film just really was a very, very good film. Of course, it's not the best in the franchise to me. But at the same point, it did revitalize the entire series after the number three kind of tried to fuck it up. So. Um, you know, like, and, and I guess and this is also the one where, you know, he kind of came into his own. You know, we try to talk about, you know, uh, you know, Freddie and uh, some of the other, you know, franchises that take their slasher and make them funny. Uh, and this is kind of where, you know, he's, he was funny before, like, it was, but it was more like quipping and just kind of, you know, uh, responding to other people. This one, he kind of really takes on a comedy role and really does it well, I think. Uh, kind of rips off with Jennifer Tilly and kind of makes things flow really well. Uh, of course, you know, the very end of this film leads right into seed, so we know exactly what's gonna happen. I mean, it's not like it's you know, like it's a, <laughs> a secret or whatever, but um but no, I just really enjoyed this film a lot. This is I think seed for you, like you said, you can kinda of put it on and get fucked up to it and just really enjoy it. I think this is one of those ones I could do the same thing to, but also really enjoyed the film as well at the same point. So um I don't know, what do you what do you think about it? I like this a lot. Obviously I haven't mentioned it yet, so uh, it's to come. Is it my number one or two? Stay tuned to find out. Um, there you go. But it's a lot of fun. Uh, and I, I would be remiss to say that I did fuck up earlier. I said that Alexis Arquette was in Seed of Chucky that is in this movie. I just thought about that as I was saying that. I was yeah. like, are we in the part of this? Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, yeah. That's yeah, so that's this one, which is an absolutely amazing scene because, you know, that's where you're kind of introduced to the Chucky again and, and this and that. But, man, this one's so much fun. John Ritter, Alexis Arquette, Catherine Heigl before she got her universal connotation of being a bitch. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Calling her out, man. Sheesh. Uh, I, I calls it like I sees it, man. That's what everyone else says. I just follow. I'm a sheep, <laughs> all right? <laughs> oh man brutal um this one's fun the a lot of the comedy actually kind of sticks whereas in seed it kind of falls through the cracks a little bit so this, true this movie's it's just a lot more solid all around the some of the kills are better like the john ritter scene i thought that mm-hmm. fucked me up for a little bit because i watched this when i was younger mm-hmm. uh with all the spikes coming out of his face and shit i thought that was pretty gnarly yep. um the, the original yeah <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. Well, it still came out after Hellraiser, but I know it was a joke. <laughs> that fell flat. See, that fell that fell as flat as a joke in Seed of Chucky. So there you go. That's all right. I still love you. Oh, uh, thanks. I'm trying just trying to think, man. It's just like this is it's a good film. Well, the fact uh, that, well, the fact I, that John Ritter's in it too. I'll let me know. Of course, he passed away a few years ago, and well, a lot of years ago. But like he was, he was just a great actor, and I think he gets overlooked. You know, one, you know, of course, back in his time with the Three's Company, and all like that. Like you know, he was just really revered. But like as he kind of grew older and kind of got you know out of TV and into movies, he really wasn't that. You know, no one really paid attention to him. And this is one of those films where. He was really, really good in it and gets no credit for it whatsoever. So I was really glad to see him in this film and really just do his thing and, and just be a fucking John Ritter. So. Yeah, fuck yeah, man. Uh, I think that's that's really all I want to say about it, though, for now. Yes, for now. Ooh, when we coach, you know what's coming up. So that's, and that's the difference between, you know, last season and this season is like we kind of know – if you pay attention, you can kind of see where this is going. So it's not as much of a secret, but you know, it's still like, and there's still a little bit of a mystery built into it. So, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's get into our top two, man. Uh, what you got for number two? I am Chucky, the killer dog, and I dig it. <laughs> two. Don't fuck with the Chuck. Bride of Chucky. Oh shit. <laughs> yes. Yep. All right. Well, um, tell me your thoughts, sir. Obviously, with it being number two on my list, it's I think very highly of it. I, like I said, a lot of the comedy is great. There's a lot of decent scares. There's there's 14 kills in this film, so you know shit's popping. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man, it's just a lot of fun. This is probably one of my favorite horror comedy films. Obviously, mm-hmm. not in my top ten, which we did before. Right, but. Just all around solid. Um, if I'm going to throw on a film to just kind of have fun with, this is definitely a good one to do it with. And and it's not quite to the hokey point that Seed of Chucky took it to. You know, it, it definitely introduced him into the whole horror comedy thing. But it's not like down your throat. You know, it's not cringy. It's ju- it just works so well. Yes, exactly right. Like it just, I guess it flows. It just all connects together. And it's just like really well-made film and for saying that for you know the fourth entry in a franchise that's not really that popular in the first place that says a lot so yeah yeah exactly and and bringing jennifer tilly in is in the whole tiffany character that was probably one of the best things they could have done like that is that was so successful Mm -hmm. in my eyes you know it's just like you mentioned the fourth film in a series you know shit's kind of winding down a little bit and then they just break out the fourth film in to this meta horror comedy with with another icon brought into the mix it was it just kind of really exploded on impact and i thought it was super successful yeah oh you're exactly right i mean it's it, it, it's kind of funny you see you bring up the fourth you know fourth film and i've already left it before you know but like like you said by this time films like you know franchises like this should be winding down to where they kind of just die out and bringing in another doll, you know, especially, you're like, oh, fuck, you know, here we go. You know, the one worked well, now let's bring another one, and that's going to fuck this up even more. It did the exact opposite. It, re- it revamped it. It brought it back to life. And, I mean, you know, honestly, it should be higher on my list, but at the same point, the, the ones I have at number two and number one just are just better films. But, like, the top three on this is very, very solid for me, so. Yes, I 100% agree. Yeah, so, um but like, okay, so my number two film, like we're going to move on, like we talked about, Brother Chucky, we sucked his sticking up, I think. It's that it's thing. Oh, yeah. You know, we're cleaning up. Um, number two, 
on my list <laughs> is the original, the OG Child's Play one. It's okay. You gave me a lot of shit for having that at three. I thought that was going to for sure be your number no, one. No, I mean, like I said, it it was almost there at number one. But like, we, now we, of course, we all know what number one is for both of us. I think <laughs> it was totally a, a secret. We do now, we do now especially. But like you said, you know, you, you said it was kind of boring and kind of slow. I think it was on purpose. Like I think most origin films should be kind of slow and barring Friday the 13th part one. We'll get into that a lot later on. I won't say anything else about but that. But to be fair with that, you can't just expect a film to take off and be able to do a franchise with it. You know, you can't like start off slow in hopes of doing a franchise. It's like, this is a film that I'm making. It needs to go balls to the wall. Like it has to be successful. And then thoughts of a franchise can continue after right. that. You well, know? I, mean, I totally agree with that. I'm not saying you're wrong at all. I'm not saying that that's bullshit. I know I agree with you totally, but I think this film is slow on purpose. I think that it does take its time because you're talking about a doll killing people. It's one of those far-fetched, you know what I'm saying? Like it takes this far-fetched idea and kind of brings it right to your face going, look, this is right in your fucking face. What are you going to do about it now? You know, so it's like they, they kind of think always, you know, the whole thing was, you know, well, it's a doll. You know, how can we take you seriously? You know, and that's the whole thing of this doll is killing people. And they're going, it's the doll. I swear to you, it's the doll. And they go, no, no, fuck you. And then the person says, he goes, oh, fuck me. Look at there. You know, it is the doll. You know, so, so it, it, it's, I think the slow kind of builds into that. Um, and of course, it builds to this exploding ending. That ending is fucking crazy as shit. Um, you know, you know oh, this yeah. burnt to a crisp Chucky doll that's just fucking terrorizing these people in this apartment. I mean, it's just, I don't know, man. The, the slow burn. <laughs> and he just keeps coming back yeah, again and again. And I know. Again. It's fucking, it's fucking <laughs> relentless. And that's why I love it. I love a slow burn with a very fantastic finish. And this is exactly that film for me. Um, so I agree with you, but I also kind of don't agree with you. So, I mean, I don't know. Take it as you will. But Well, no matter what, at the end of the day, we always end up in the same bed. So same opinions, different opinions. Never going to be angry, man. Never going to be angry. Exactly. Well, I think we all know what our number one film is, but we're going to play the intro anyway. So what do, what do we have for number one? I am Chucky, the killer dog, and I dig it. <laughs> one. Dog. Fuck with the Chuck! <laughs> Woo, big shocker. Child's Play 2. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> you know, you know, now, you know, I think we both put our hands earlier, you know, earlier on talking about this film, about how colorful it was, and kind of already going to kind of like giving it the hand job, you know, to kind of get it ready to go. So, um, but uh, why don't you tell us more about it there, sir? It just kind of really feels like the first Chucky slasher film. It's shit's going, man. There's a lot on screen. The kills are pretty okay. I, I mean, they're good for the series. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're great for the series actually but like in terms of a slasher film you know it's still it's still not quite amped up um you know you have little andy barkley in a foster home uh and you know him just trying to regain his life after the first film Uh, and it's the thing about these chucky films is they are character driven so you really do care about this fucking kid and and yeah sure he's annoying at parts but what six-year-old isn't exactly fuck i know that more than anything Love you, kids. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's just the pacing is great. There, it almost always feels like there's something going on. Uh, the colors, man. The the literally the last scene is my favorite scene of the entire franchise because they're in the the good guy doll factory. 
I think it's called like Play Pals Inc. or something like that. Yeah. I don't fucking know. But it's it's just so goddamn colorful and so much fun. And then the utility guy that's that's working there that works on the parts, his kill scene is probably one of my favorite in the entire series as well. Mm-hmm. I agree. Totally. So. Right. Where he gets the eyeballs put into his eyes. I, think, I don't know. That's so iconic. That's just so fucking creepy uh, too. Like you just like it almost like you can see it in your mind. Like it's just oh god. It's just and eyeballs are so sensitive anyway. Like that's just fucked up, dude. Oof, yeah, eye shit fucks me up. Yeah, dude. I mean, yeah, seriously. That scene in Saw, one of the, one of the Saw films, the dude gets like he has like puppies on his eyes out. God damn. Oh, huh. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, like everything you said is just it's spot on. This film. It, you know, it, it is. It, I think it's very subtle at first because it kind of, you know, you kind of know where it's going, but then it just totally takes us on this ride. You go, holy fuck, this is not where I expected this to go at all. <laughs> and like yeah. that end scene is just brilliant. I mean, just from start to fucking finish, man. I mean, and just kind of like the way they play the whole, because you kind of, you, know, you, you see the, the other foster kid that shares the house with Andy, and you think, okay, she's near, you know, she's going to be that all standoffish, you know, and, and, but they kind of become friends, you know, kind of early on. Um, they think you know, like there's always a twist of like you know the the foster kids being mean to each other, but they really take that and turn it on its head on this one, and really make her his savior, you know. So I think that's kind of brilliant in itself. But uh, that's why the story. Oh, oh yeah, it, it's what? it's funny you mentioning Kyle, man. Oh, oh, I watched this film when I was probably like 11 or 12. And she was that bitch, dude. Like I, when I watched this film, I, I had the biggest hots for her because, because you know, at eleven or twelve, you know, you you didn't quite hit puberty. I mean, some of you guys may have at that age. I sure as fuck didn't. Um, right. Well, I'm with you, dude. Trust me. So, so I'm just watching this like this girl is she's like smoking cigarettes and whatnot. I'm like, oh, she's bad. I'm like, I don't understand these feelings I'm having, but she's pretty bad. <laughs> That's right, man. I mean, come on. I mean, bad boys and bad girls kind of rule the world. So yeah, I totally understand that. So fucking true that man but uh, yeah. yeah congrats child's play 2 number one on both of our lists we shared curse at four and child's play 2 at one so that's right. that's that a good first list yes dude i mean yeah, like i said some of them were kind of like one pick apart but still like that is funny because i look back on it now i'm like you know the one pick apart ones like you know we had certain things that we didn't like or disliked uh or i'm sorry did you know did like or did like that were just enough difference to make those different points in our list so that's pretty cool how i was able to you know really pinpoint those almost those things where you go huh that's why i did like it and that's why you did like it so exactly yeah man 100 percent. this is fun yes dude i mean I, I we were kind of worried about how the first episode was going to go um but i think this came off pretty well um if you want to really know behind the scenes of this show and i think you've earned it if you've listened to every show up to this point, you've earned a little peek behind the curtain for this show. Truth be told, we have recorded this episode before. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! Surprise! Um, it didn't go as we planned. Um, and we kind of took a step back and thought, okay, didn't turn out what he wanted it to. What can we do differently? And Kevin, being the brilliant boy that he is, said, Brilliant boy. Brilliant, you're a brilliant boy. I love you. Um, he said, he's he said, you know what? We should go back to our original format. And I said, you know what, buddy? You're exactly right. And I took my hand and rubbed his hair and said, let's go get some ice cream. Put my arm around him. We went off in the sunset. So, <laughs> um, but I think this definitely turned out a lot better than that one episode. So uh, I, I think we did a good job this time. Yeah, absolutely. Because the, the first, it's not like anybody listening really gives a shit. But what we kind of wanted to do was make it very kind of statistic heavy and talk about each film and break it down. But you know what? 
that's so formulaic. That's so robotic. You know, that's we love to do this because we like to converse with one another and give our opinions on shit. And, you know, just wasn't having it. So we were like, fuck it, let's do more of the same. But, you know, with a little twist, I'm I know I'm over the rainbow with it. Uh, I know you are. And uh, here's to another fucking great season. Hell yeah, dude. I can't wait to just knock out these franchises one by one, man, because that's what we're all about. Like you and I love slasher films and this, this, we waited 20 episodes to do this shit and I'm so happy we're here and that we have an audience that wants to hear what we have to say is even better. Uh, but like I, like we've always said, you always said it more than I have, but I totally agree with you that we would be talking about these movies anyway, whether people listen or not. And just the fact that we have so many supporters out there that just love to hear us, you know, yeah, back and forth and that way a bunch of assholes just makes me just as happy as a fucking lark. So, um, yeah, I just, I can't wait, man. I'm so excited. I love all your Southern euphemisms. Oh, it's great. Man. I, mean, um, <laughs> I, I, I am a product of the South. Um, yeah, my accent's not totally there, but everything, all my, <laughs> all my little sayings just come right out. So, um, anyway, well, cool, man. Well, I, that, that does it for the child's play series. I hope you really enjoyed it. And you know, if you're a child's play lover, a child's play hater, hit us up on our, our, our page. You know, let us know what's going on. Uh, we'll put a teaser out for this, you know, a few days before. We actually have a surprise for this episode. Uh, just started off with a bang. So uh, we'll be putting that out. Uh, of course, you know, you've already heard it, so it's out there now. But uh, if you haven't, go check it out. Um, I, and I'm so used to doing like shit pick right now and like audible mentions. And we got none of that bullshit. Yeah, got it all <laughs> out of the way, man. It's so weird. It just feels so strange because, you know, I'm a definitely a habit person and my habit trying to kick in now and, you know, take me to the places. I'm like, nope, nope, it's already done. Um, I can talk about thing we do my uh, shit pick again if that would make you feel better. No, let's not. <laughs> let's, just, let's just move along. I definitely want to talk about mine. Fuck that shit. Um, and seriously, if you want to discuss Charles play the remake and you think I'm wrong, fucking slide in my DMs. We'll chat about it and I'll tell you how wrong you are and how much you can <laughs> jump off a cliff and whatever else you got to do. But, I mean, I love you guys. Seriously, no, not seriously. Um, okay, let's just move on to some shout outs. Um, seriously, got to shout out all of our patrons because you guys are the fucking best. I just can't even, I can't even believe it still. Like, I'm just like, we added in one just a couple weeks ago. I think we talked about it on the last episode. Um, I don't know why you people want to throw money at us. I just, I, it's blowing my mind and we're going to put that money right back into this, to, you know, the podcast and make it a better, you know, just a better show in general. Uh, I'm making a new co-host cause the other ones suck. I mean, uh, Oh, okay. I see you. Well, fuck my hand is out, but no, I'm just kidding. I'm going to replace you. You're, you're, you're too good in bed. Um, but, uh, oh yeah, you're good. Um, but yeah, all you, all the patrons, man, just you guys, I love you all you guys. So, you know, if you want to support us financially, that's great. If not, you know, just like liking our stuff, sharing our page, just conversing with us. We just love all that stuff so much. So we appreciate all of you guys that support us in any way, form or fashion. So we just really appreciate everyone. Um, you, want to, you want to say thank you for a minute there, buddy? Um, yeah, I want to say thank you to doorknobs, you know, because if you if if we didn't have doorknobs, what the fuck would we do? You, every door would you just be able to push or pull. Um, actually, you wouldn't even be able to pull without a doorknob so thank you doorknobs for allowing us to pull on stuff you are a doorknob so there you go um <laughs> i am what i eat. oh damn okay I mean, you need my knob so anyway <laughs> moving along <laughs> um give some podcast shout outs time uh 
Alone in the Dark podcast. You guys always, I just I love you guys. You just, Maddie and, and Mike, guys, you guys are just the best. I just love you guys to know. Um, we got our, uh, the, the, the Horror Basement podcast. You got Jim Jam. You got Johnny Moore. You got Yeti. You guys are fantastic. Thank you for letting us be a part of the Tennessee Horror News Network. Uh, we really appreciate you guys for letting us just you know, join you guys and uh, be a part of that. Thank you so, so much for that. Um, give one more shout out to Music City Horror. You guys are just awesome, amazing people. Uh, just always putting out great content. So just keep it up, guys. Uh, we have just recently joined a new podcast network. Uh, I've kind of been slacking on that. I was trying to get it to work right and it just didn't. But we wanted to add them on in this new season. Uh, it is the Point of Interest uh, Network. Um, they have uh, 10 other uh, or 9 or 10 other podcasts on their network. Um, we really do appreciate you guys uh, letting us just hang out with you guys on your on your feed and just helping us grow Really do appreciate you so so much. Go check them out. Uh, the point of interest. Let me see their, their website. Their website that has all their stuff listed on. It's it's just a, it's poipodcast.com. It lists all their podcasts out there, different links, different things. So go check them out because they are fucking amazing. Um, let's just plug ourselves up. Um, so Instagram, we you find us at it's a horror podcast. Fuck Twitter. Fuck Twitter. And on Facebook, it's uh, it's a horror podcast. My personal Instagram page is Old Man Ghostface, and we have plugged you twice. So here goes third time. <laughs> Slashing Captain. Hell yeah! But seriously, this guy does a lot of good reviews on his page. So please go check his stuff out, man. He's fantastic. So give him some love, give him some follows. Fucker is just awesome. So yes, I write very like- sarcastic slasher reviews. So if that's your thing, uh, stop on by. Hell yeah, dude. And I did write a review for uh, the remake of Child's Play. So I actually think I did a pretty good job. If you want to go check that out, go check that out too. So did Kevin. Kevin did a great one as well too. So uh, go check those two out. Yes, yes. There you go, sir. Um, I think it's time to tell them what we're going to check and tackle next. Uh, I'm really excited about this next uh, franchise we're going to look at. So why don't you tell everybody what our next franchise is, my friend? So what we're doing next is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Fuck yeah, dude. I love me some fucking Leatherface, man. Gah! Oh, yeah. It's going to be a good one, man. It's going to be a really fucking good one. And and how many films are in that franchise? I know it's more than eight, I think. It's a lot. Okay, all right. Let's just list them out real fast. Then. We got uh, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. We have part two. We have part three, which was was it Leatherface something or other. I, forget what the I think it was just was. Leatherface, wasn't it? It's Leatherface, yeah. Yeah, you're right. And then we have uh, Next Generation. Right, okay. right, yeah, right. Uh-huh. and then we have uh, the remake with Jessica Biel, correct? Yes, so five, five. and then the, re- the sequel the to that six. Yeah, this is the beginning, and then we have another Leatherface movie, correct? Okay. No, no, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Texas Chainsaw three D. Texas Chainsaw, yeah, three D. So and eight. Was, oh, there's only eight. Yeah, there's eight. So yeah, so we came to this exact same time. You know, the first one was eight. Second one's eight. So. Um, yeah, I'm really excited to, to get all those under our belt. And I totally forgot. And it's funny, the remakes totally slipped my mind when I was talking about this franchise. I'm like, oh, there's a lot of film, more films than I thought were in this franchise. But and it takes all I thought there was a lot more. Alternatives. Yeah, well, no, I didn't think there was actually that many because I thought, for, well, barring the remakes, of course, but uh, with the remakes, of course, like I said, that makes it a lot more than it is. But, um, yeah. But yeah, I'm excited to tackle this one, dude. So let's get into it. Yeah, dude. We're going to rock out with our cocks out for the next one. Yeah. Hell yeah, the cocks are going to be flying everywhere, so uh, especially mine in your face. So, anyway, 
I think it's about time to wrap this little episode up. <laughs> Thank you for listening, and we will see you next time. My name is Wes. I'm Kevin. And we'll see you next time. See ya. I won't.